Welcome to the Lend Academy podcast, session number seven. Okay, so today on the podcast, we are going to do something a little bit different. If you've been following along on the blog this week, then you will know it is the launch week for Lend Academy Investments, which is our shiny new investment management firm. And that is uh, an operation that is run by myself and two other gentlemen by the names of Bo Brustkern and Jason Jones. So today on the podcast, I decided to bring these two guys on, have a chat. But before you get any ideas, this is not a, a promotional podcast by any means. In fact, we don't even talk about the offerings of Lind Academy Investments. It's really just a get to know you sort of podcast with a focus as always on education. We want to teach a few things, provide some ideas. Uh, we talk about some of the background of these guys and how they really got involved with peer-to-peer lending and then about the future of this industry and where where we all think it's going. Uh, I found it a fascinating podcast. I hope you do too. Okay, well, welcome to the podcast, Bo and Jason. Thank you. Hi, Peter. Hey, so uh, let's just start off with getting a bit of background. I mean, Lend Academy readers don't really know um, you guys at all. So why don't we just start with you, Bo, and just give us a little background about yourself and uh, and your work experience and that sort of thing. Sure. So again, my name is Bo Bruskern, and I have been in finance my entire career, primarily on the buy side. Right out of college, I worked for a real estate investment trust called Wellsford, and then I moved over to to a private equity firm in Denver, Colorado, called Base Industries, and after that, made my way into venture capital in the early 2000s to mid-2000s and and worked for a a firm. I was an investor at Rustic Canyon Partners in California, and then in the mid-2000s, I moved back to Colorado, back to Denver, and... I started building my own company, which which was itself a financial services firm. Although a departure from the buy side, I was now a, a service provider. And I founded a firm called Arkstone Partners, which is a complex securities valuation firm. And that company is now seven years old and is a nationally well-respected valuation firm. It's basic that that entity, Arkstone, is is basically running is run by a, a three person directorship, and the team has has just been uh, doing beautifully. So it's given me a lot of time to look at new investment opportunities, and I've become essentially a passive owner uh, and coach to to the team at Arkstone. So in the last two or three years as, the, as, as I've transitioned away from being an active owner to or an active participant to, to more of a passive participant in Arkstone. Uh, Jason and I have been working together a lot, qu- quite a bit on the, on the buy side and on the investment side and finding new investment opportunities. Okay. Okay, great. So, so what about you, Jason? Let's give, uh, what's, the, what's the Jason Jones history? Thanks. Uh, okay. So I guess when I look at my career, I think of myself as an entrepreneur uh, and also as an investor, but probably an entrepreneur first. And uh, and over the past 18 years or so, I've been kind of investing in technology companies. And I've worked at a number of different firms to kind of build the, my foundation. And that included, started at Fidelity, went to work at Cambridge Associates, then went to Goldman, and then uh, worked at J. Goldman and Company. All of those were kind of, uh, I was an internet research analyst for the most part, portfolio manager, research analyst buying kind of internet stocks for the most part. 
In 2006, I launched High Step Capital, which was my own firm, an investment and consulting firm focused again on kind of investing in the tech sector, specifically kind of the consumer internet space is, is my, my strength. That was an interesting experience. And uh, through that, I ended up launching a number of different investment firms. I've done six so far. And wow. uh, yeah, and my, my latest one is Land Academy Investments. This is my second P2P fund. Bo and I had launched uh, a previous one with High Step back in the day. And then Peter, you and I met um, when we decided to create a conference together, the Lendit Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, the Lendit Conference was uh, all about the idea of kind of figuring out what was out there in the world in the P2P uh, area. We, we knew Lending Club, we knew Prosper, and we knew that there was a bunch of others that were coming, that were emerging. And we just wanted to get them all in one room and and learn what was out there. Um, so so let, let's go back, though, to your... Um a couple of years to when you first discovered peer-to-peer lending and how how you came to know it and how you came to really be passionate about it. Are you pitching that to me? Peter? Either one. Either one is fine. Okay. Well, we, we both have it. I mean, maybe we'll pass it back and forth to, between each other because this is where I first started working with Jason. We, you know, we were, we were looking for really the ideal investment opportunity. And my my focus as a complex securities valuation expert was on finding assets that were number one, hard to access, hard to find, and number two, hard to value, which if if taken together, make for really interesting investment opportunity if we can number, you know, f- access those those assets and, and value them appropriately. And Jason and I came together to to do work in the private company marketplace, which is best known for some of the entities that, that uh, like SharesPost and, and Second Market that were trading in the, the big private companies pre-IPO. So we helped uh, private clients value Facebook and Twitter and, and, and other shares when they were still private companies. And our work in the private company markets exposed us to an up-and-coming company called Lending Club. And and this was several years ago. And this is probably a good point for me to pitch it over to Jason so he can tell that, that part of the story. Okay. So, like I said, we've been, we, we come at this from an investing perspective, specifically a consumer internet perspective. And uh, with Lending Club, we were offered shares in, in Lending Club, pre-IPO shares, way back three and a half years ago. And it was our first chance to kind of look at that company and also the space. We love marketplaces, whether it's eBay and Craigslist or, you know, moving into financial services. We were, we'd studied second market and, and shares post quite a bit and just kind of how they, it, it's an online marketplace that brings together buyers and sellers in their particular category. And we were looking at the other kind of financial services marketplaces that were out there. We looked at crowdfunding, we looked at Indiegogo and Kickstarter on the crowdfunding side. And then we looked at Lending Club and Prosper and we were really coming at it from a top-down perspective, knowing that we really uh, thought that the marketplace model was a great model in financial services, but what we didn't know was consumer credit. So we spent uh, about a month, month and a half analyzing Lending Club and, and loved the business model, but didn't know consumer credit and uh, brought in some old friends from Goldman to help me analyze the, or uh, help us analyze the, the, the consumer credit part. And they uh, they didn't have a, a high opinion of it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, and, yeah, and you know I, I I didn't know anything about 
consumer credit at the time, and I listened to my smart friends at the big bank who told me that this can't work, you know, installment loans aren't a big business, and it'll never scale, and, and it's consumer credit, it's unsecured, all these different, you know, all these different kind of yeah, negatives yeah. around the concept. And I walked away from it. We didn't, we didn't end up investing. And so and when, what, boy, when, was just, when was that? Was this, what was the time frame? Was, you said three and a half years ago? Three and a half years ago. Yeah. So 2010. Was, uh, yeah. The valuation on those shares was, uh, was less than a hundred million. So it would have been a home run wow. investment if you had invested. Yeah. 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 You could have retired on that one deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so we missed, but that was our introduction to P2P lending and, Watched the space for about another year, and basically we learned the, what we didn't know, which was the consumer credit side. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of time just researching it and just talking to anybody we could. And and when Lending Club passed back through town about two and a half years ago, we met with uh, Renault and uh, and their institutional salesperson. And at that time, there were no official funds on the on the platform, and Eaglewood was the first fund that was actually being developed. And we talked a lot about how Eaglewood was creating this fund on their platform. And I was intrigued by the idea. And uh, I still had a good, good relationship with Lending Club. And we hatched this idea that, you know, that Bo and I should create a fund as well. I um, mean, at this point, we had spent uh, enough time researching the industry that we felt much more com- comfortable about it. And that's exactly what we did. We reached an agreement with, with, with Renault and with Lending Club. And through High Step, we formed a, uh, we, we, we built a P2P fund. Uh, institutional focused P2P fund. That went extremely well and that's that was our launch into the P2P space. Okay. Okay. So so you learned fairly quickly then that the guys at Gold, uh, Goldman were uh, were wrong in their in their uh, judgment of lending club and the whole space. Yeah. You just uh I guess I learned that you don't if one company's being disrupted by another, you don't ask the company that's being disrupted <laughs> about the company that's the Disrupt, very disruptor. true. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Okay, then let's just talk. Let's just talk personally. Then what? Why is this? Why is P two P lending exciting for you guys? I mean, what? what I mean, I've, I've, I'm very passionate about it, and I've shared that many, many times. But I'm curious to get to get both of your takes on why devote your career to this uh, to this asset class now. In a word, it's yield. It's it's this is a really really exciting asset class for a whole number of reasons, but it all boils down to. A return to a return to yield for people like my mother-in-law, right? People like my my brother or my friends and family. I, I love the idea that this is accessible yield uh, for people who can't get it, and and that just that just makes me so excited. I. I uh, I, we talk about it in, in, in lots of different ways. And so, some of the phrases that, that I, I like to speak to are, you know, yield for the, um, for the middle class or for the, it's, I, I don't love that term, but, but it's, it's, it's not for the institutions. This is, this is a marketplace that was built around uh, real people and uh, providing benefits for, on both sides. And I think that story is what really, really speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let me tell you, or t- tell the audience a, a little story about the, you know, we, we've, been, we've been talking about putting together like a, a, a tagline of sorts or a rallying cry for, for Lend Academy Investments. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the early ones that I, just, that I just totally fell in love with was real returns for real people. And 
we we ended up killing that as as a tagline but it still it still speaks to me a lot because our job as as portfolio managers and as investors is to go find these these genuinely attractive returns uh, and and provide them to people that that can't access them so it goes back to that original desire i had of finding those hard to access assets hard to value assets and and introducing that as an investment opportunity. And unlike the other things I've done in the past, you know, 15, 20 years of my career, it, this is, this is doing it on behalf of investors that, um, that, that are, that are uh, a part of the real world. Now we killed that real returns for real people in favor of real returns by investing in real people. Which, which is, is the close. Other, which is which close. the other yeah. half of the equation, yes, isn't that? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's also very exciting, right? Yeah. I, I love that one. I love that one too. And, 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 um, and that's, that's sort of, that's what gets me so, so excited about this, this space and, and for building a company here is that we have both those, the both sides of the equation that we're providing a real value to our investors and we're providing a, a real value to those people that are accessing this capital. Right. And, and we should point out too that, you know, peer to peer lending, uh, it's, it's, its name is all about, uh, individuals investing in other individuals. The whole concept started that way. It really, it wasn't until, um, you know, the, the asset class was, was really getting traction before, the professional investors, institutional investors came on board. So it's really, it's been from day one, I, I think, a story about, uh, about real people and about, you know, that they're the ones that took the punt on this, uh, on this new form of investing. And, and I, I'm, I'm really, I'm excited too about the fact that we're moving back towards, uh, towards that story again. So what about you, Jason? What's, what's your, uh, what's your why of why you love, um, you know, peer to peer lending? So. For Bo and I, this is our this is our second time around. This is our second fund, and and that means a lot to me. I would say the first time around when we first did this, it was a much it was a very analytical approach. We found the space to be uh, the consumer credit space. Obviously, 850 billion in, in consumer credit cards, uh, consumer credit card receivables outstanding. It's a huge marketplace. The the yields were high. The the asset class is uncorrelated to other marketplaces. There's a lot of uh, the duration is really short. So there's a lot of really interesting, kind of analytical, kind of characteristics of of P2P lending, and and I think that's what originally caught us, along with the the fact that it was a uh, an online marketplace that kind of opened up an asset class to the world uh, when it was formerly just dominated by by banks. So those are the things that kind of attracted us the first go around, and we built a company that was that was focused on yield, and it we, it did it was it was a great strategy. I would say the second go around though is, you know, it's our second time around. We, we know, we know how to do it now. And this time it's much more nuanced. We, instead of just being about the numbers, we know we have much more soul this time. We know what is important to, uh, for us, for, uh, to the industry. And that is making, making, humanizing it, making it an actual connection between an investor and a borrower, uh, really focusing like Bo and you have have both said, really focusing on making that connection happen. The essence of peer-to-peer is what we're talking about here. And what we've seen over the past few years, and we were part of this, is that the pendulum swung way to the side of the institutional market, where, where there's just big Wall Street firms coming in and stripping out the essence of P2P lending and really focusing on yield, which is great. I mean, it, it, it worked. Uh, I would say it's been beneficial for the industry. The industry yeah, has grown rapidly sure. as a result. But but now it's time to 
bring the pendulum back, and that's what we hope to do with with Lend Academy Investments. Mm-hmm. Bring that pendulum back and 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 refocus on the individual investors who who have been crowded out to some extent by by the big Wall Street firms. And we think that our approach to the market will be really focused on helping any individual player invest alongside the big Wall Street firms with the same type of credit modeling, uh, trade execution, and general uh, thoughtfulness that a big a big Wall Street firm would bring bring to the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Now that uh, and I think that's we've seen it from both platforms really in the last you know two to three months. Both platforms have made moves in favor of the retail investor. They they, they both of them know there's there's plenty of institutional money. It's I wouldn't say it's easy money, but there's certainly a massive demand on the institutional investor side. And I think both platforms got a little bit out of balance, you know, and now there's, I, I've, you've seen both Lending Club and Prosper have made, have made real concrete moves in the last two to three months that are in favor of, of retail investors. And I think that's, uh, that speaks to, I think the, you know, the, the importance of, of the individual investor. So yeah, I, I totally agree there. So let's just, let's just go about back. You mentioned the Lended Conference, wanted to, you know, just touch on that a little bit because that's really, you know, where, where we all met for the first time. We, you know, we all produced the, worked on the, the original Lendit conference along with um, several others, people obviously, but we, you know, that, that was where I, you know, I felt like, you know, I, I really, I had a blast doing the Lendit conference with, uh, with both you guys. And, and then uh, I just want to talk about the origins of, uh, of our partnership now. And I, cause I remember I just, Going back over the summer and just, you know, I, I got a, I got a phone call from Jason saying, you know, Hey, we really, we really liked working on, on the conference. Let's, let's go do something else together. And so why don't you just talk a little bit about that, about the origins and the mindset? I wanted to start off with you, Jason, about, about moving into, into this new kind of deal with the three of us. Sure. So I have been speaking at Dara Albright's conferences for a while now, just on, kind of tech investing, kind of internet investing, uh, venture vent investing, uh, those types of topics. She's held conferences about the transformational aspects of, of, of Wall Street, and she was really at the leading edge of kind of uh, the whole crowdfunding move, the P2P lending move, and just the, the, the changes happening on Wall Street. And, and I was, had, was lucky enough to um, have presented at her conferences a number of times. And then back in December 2012, I presented at one of her conferences in New York City. And after the conference, I went up to her and I said, you know, Dara, I've been working on this P2P lending fund. And I think that there's something here. I think that it deserves a conference. I see so many companies out there in the world that, that look really interesting globally. This is a global phenomenon. And wouldn't it be great if I could get your help and we could put a conference on together? And uh, that, was, uh, that planted the seed and we... We both, she, she immediately said that was a great idea. And uh, we both kind of thought about it, stepped back and thought about it for a second. And we said, you know, we need the guy who is the media voice in the industry, the guy who is the, the go-to person that everybody reads in, in P2P lending. He'd be a perfect addition to our founding team to create the, the conference. And, uh, and that was, of course, was Peter. Uh, we reached out to Peter and and Peter said, you know, that was something that neither of us, of, of us knew Peter at the time. So we introduced ourselves. And, uh, and Peter, you, I guess you, you were thinking of doing that, correct? You were thinking yeah. Of already thinking yeah, of it, was, it, was, it was actually on my, on my goals for 2013. And I'd actually had a number of readers uh, suggest to me that, you know what, you, you know, we love, we love 
you know, chatting online, but let's, let's actually get together and have a, a conference and, and do, you know, so, we, and, and really where we can all, we can all meet and, and compare notes and learn. So, so yeah, it was, I, I was, I was very receptive from, from the get go. Yeah. So that was, you know, so that, that was just January 2013. And from January to June, you know, we spent pretty much every day on the phone together planning the Lendit Conference, the Lendit 2013 Conference. Mm-hmm. And I just had such a wonderful experience working with you guys. Bo was also very helpful in planning the conference. And we just had a great time. It was a great kind of period to get to know both the, I already knew Dara, but to really get to know you, Peter, um, on mm-hmm. a working relationship. And um, we just had such a wonderful work experience. Uh, we put on a great, a great conference and just felt like the working dynamics with you were really great. So after the conference, when, when Bo and I kind of decided to do something else, we, we thought about you. We knew that kind of where your mindset was and thought that Lend Academy had such a great brand in the, in the marketplace. We felt like there was this need to provide uh, investment services for individual investors, both accredited and non-accredited, but just individuals who wanted to compete with the big Wall Street firms. And we didn't think of we couldn't think of anybody better than than you to approach to to create this new model. So after the lending conference, called you up and said, Peter, there's a great work on the lending conference. What do you think about doing a, a a business together? And that was the genesis of of our partnership. All right. Do you have anything but, anything to add to that, Bo? Yeah, sure. I mean, the keys, as I think we've all learned in our in our careers as as entrepreneurs, and we talk about this often as a team, is if we're going to build a long-standing firm that has a dynamic culture, can grow and move with a, with a dynamic industry, and can attract amazing people to it, fundamentally, the, the thing that's going to matter most as we build our firm is our shared value system and, and the culture that we create. And part of what Jason is talking about here when he says we had such an amazing time building a Lendit conference together is I think the three of us were mutually attracted to the the two very fundamental things about you, Peter, and, and that what you've done with, with the Lend Academy blog since day one, and that is providing transparency to, to your readers and having a service mindset and leading with education. And I think we all felt very strongly about that. And that's what made Lend It so successful, mm-hmm. uh, or it's at least a part of it. And so that's, that is the fundamental, I think, that brings us all together and will allow us to, to build a long-term sustainable firm. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 you know, obviously, I, I agree completely. And let's, I want to switch gears here and talk about the industry itself. And, you know, we've obviously, it's, you know, everyone knows it's growing so rapidly. You know, we're still really got, you know, two major players in the consumer lending space here. The small business lending space is really um, starting to expand. But what I'd like to get from both you guys is just a little bit of a vision for where where you think it's going. I mean, where are we going over the next 12 months, over the next 24, 36, even, even longer? Where how, how what will what will this industry look like in you know in five years time I've, what do you think jason i guess when on a question like that i immediately think of a traditional bank and the services and products that they produce and then i think about how technology and software are unbundling 
a traditional bank. And all the different services and pieces of the services are being split up into tiny pieces that each individual, that different individual firms take on and really perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's happening right now in, in the space. When we created our first fund, we felt like we had to build a complete credit team in, in, in-house, build our own trading software, and have kind of a full vertical stack solution in order to produce something that mimics a bank. That's not the case these days. Um, now when you look out in the landscape, you see the marketplace just fractionalize. Uh, and you're definitely going to see it at, at the Lending Conference this year. But there are multiple trade execution platforms that, that specialize in trading. There are teams of credit modeling experts that, that are experts on specific platforms or specific categories or specific niche uh, segments. There are obviously different platforms that focus on different categories. We're talking kind of consumer credit, but then even within consumer credit, we have emerging prime, we have thin file, we have kind of traditional consumer credit, we've got, we've got auto, we've got mortgages, we've got, you know, hard lending, we've got, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it just goes on. And it's, and it's global. So I love the unbundling aspect. And I love being able to build a business in the middle of, of that kind of the fractionalization that's happening out there, pulling the pieces together that you need, putting them together and producing a, uh, an investment model that, uh, that's probably superior uh, because you have experts, small experts working in different pieces. So you, you pull them together and the final product is, is probably superior to any, anything you could build in-house. Right, so you're talking about like there's going to be really a specialization of all the different components here. And as we're already seeing that, and I feel like, yeah, that's, that's something that as the industry gets bigger, it's going to provide even more opportunity for even greater specialization, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you think, Bo? What's, what's your, where do you see this, this industry moving? I think the most interesting or exciting part about this industry is dynamic risk pricing. And I think we're heading toward that. And, and well, can you can, and, you can you explain that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. So, so right now, essentially, what Lending Club and Prosper and, and other platforms have done is to create reduced risk pricing for for consumers. In other words, looking at a looking at individuals in new ways and and pricing loans lower than than what what those consumers are finding at traditional banks or credit card companies or whatnot, and providing a very a very streamlined, efficient system to to obtain capital in an installment loan format, and I, I think that's that's a that's a wonderful service. I think that we are just at the very very tip of the iceberg here in terms of innovation. These companies are well on their way to building out new services. I believe that will allow for more dynamic pricing, so that as consumers better themselves, their their cost of capital reduces. It's a little bit like what we found building building the companies that that we have. You know, when our when 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 I founded my first company and I went to go get capital for that company, there was only one source and outside of friends and family, and it was extremely expensive. But seven or eight years into the company, and I can get I can get a loan that's that's very attractive, has has great rates, and allows me to operate the company um, very capital efficiently and it's so so it goes with with consumers but or so it should go with consumers but but that 
those mechanisms are really not in place and those those innovators have have been stifled by what amounts to giant institutions that are extracting a, a they're extracting a lot of extracting high rates from consumers that really deserve better and so we can see you know in the end we can see consumers getting great advantages from this marketplace by watching their cost of capital reduce and some of course it's going to fluctuate sometimes it will it will increase due to due to changes in circumstances but that's just a really efficient market and that's going to be fantastic and it's going to draw a lot of capital into this marketplace and therefore be a very interesting place to be to be to be investing yeah i i, I love that idea and i think that we've got you know we've got this industry this banking industry which it when, when you think about it objectively it's 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 kind of strange that you know we had the disruption of the music industry really started in like 99 with Napster and and uh, and it really the music industry now looks nothing like it did 15 years ago and you know the newspaper industry and the and the travel industry these these industries are, have been disrupted forever and they look nothing like they did banking Pretty much the same, really, as it was 15 years ago with a few little minor changes here and there. And so this is why I get so excited because I feel like this is banking is a massive industry. You walk downtown any major city in this country and the big buildings are they're, they're banks. The banks have their names on these on these big buildings. And so it's it's a massive industry that has not been disrupted yet. And I feel like, you know, if we look, you know, 15 years that the, the travel industry or the music industry and go out 15 years, and I, I this is where I believe that, you know, the financial services is going to look so incredibly different in 15 years' time than what it does today. And on that note too, I just wanted to, we're, run, we're running out of time, but I wanted to get brief thoughts from both of you about what role that you see Lend Academy Investments playing um, in this future as as this disruption happens more and more and as we feel, you know, that like the, there's there's opportunities for you know for more specialization and, and, and this and the whole of this online lending industry starts to blossom. What what's what's Lend Academy Investments role? Someone talk to me. I'll I'll try to uh you know, I, I sometimes I, I get a little carried away with vision, but I'll try and do my best here. Um, <laughs> okay. When I look out 10 years down the road, whatever it may be, I see a world where uh, people all around the world are connected to one another and can financially benefit from one another and uh, financially help one another. When I look, you know, 30 years down the road and we look back uh, to today, most people think that social networks are, are kind of the big the big theme um, that uh, that's really transformational in the world, but I see it as the start of something bigger than that, which is the emerging middle class globally, and we're seeing this in so many different places. Uh, and, and that emerging middle class is going to be connected through social networks, but they're also going to financially benefit. They have financial contracts with, with one another through P2P lending and crowdfunding and some other areas. And I see that as incredibly powerful and could be uh, kind of revolutionary. Individuals helping other, uh, providing capital to other individuals on a one-to-one basis or as part of a crowd, uh, that's really fa- uh, fascinating. I-, I could see a time when somebody in South Korea could invest in a small business in, in Germany or somebody in the U.S. invest in a small business in Brazil or, or there could be affinity groups, uh, people uh, all over the world that like one specific topic and find, uh, find either people or, or companies in that specific affinity group and, and lend to those. 
I just love the idea that uh, of combining kind of the social networking aspect with the individualized lending aspect. So long term, I think it's a huge opportunity, global, and it's going to completely change the way we think of banking today. Mm-hmm. And you're and you're saying that Lend, Lend Academy's investments role is specifically connecting those people. Yep. What, what what is that? What you're saying? I think we Lend Academy is known for educating investors, and I think that's what we lead with. We continue to do our best to educate people on on what's out there, the, their investment op- options that are out there, and then we play a role in in trying to connect those people one to another, kind of uh, all over the world. Okay. Okay, Bo, in a, in a couple of minutes, what, uh, what are your closing thoughts? You bet. I, I think Jason, Jason nailed it, and, and we're all aligned here. We, we, do, we do three things at Lend Academy, and I think those three things will be important to us well into the future, and I think they will be important for the, for the industry. And that, that, is, that is truly exciting. The first thing is we provide transparency, and we educate the world about peer-to-peer investing. The second thing we do is provide ways for people to interact and we connect people within the industry. And the third thing is that we provide ways for individuals to invest in this industry and, and through this new medium. And, and that's, that's it. It's plain and simple. We educate, we connect, and we invest. Okay, that's that's a great great way, a great place to end, uh, Bo. I appreciate that. So, thanks a lot, guys. I uh, appreciate you coming on, and uh, I know that uh, we will we, let, let we'll, let's do this again sometime, so the Lend Academy readers can get to know you guys uh, a bit better. Great, thank you, Peter. Okay, thanks, guys. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, so there you have it. I hope you get a sense now of why I'm I'm just so excited about this new business, about the space in general. I, I've had uh, a blast working with both Bo and Jason. It's been uh, it's been a real privilege, and look forward to uh, a long partnership together with those guys. And as I said you will be you will be hearing from them uh, on a, at least a semi regular basis here. So on that note, I appreciate you listening, and we'll catch you next time. 